Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. We've got Perez in studio this morning. Good morning, Perez. Morning. Morning. It's, How you are? I am doing well. It's the beginning of a no, long weekend. No, no, it's not. Why? It's just not. For you or for me? Oh, wait, it could be for you. Right. Not for me. Do you want us to wallow in your sorrows with you? No, I'm good. No, you're good. You should be, because it's what here today on Super Talk? It's a day of gratitude. Right. So we turn that frown right upside down. Tell us something you're grateful for, Perez. That this program is the last program I have today. <laughs> hey, and once this is done, I can go... Home. Home? Okay. Well, super talk. <laughs> a little deep, Going a little deeper with our gratitude than that today. Hopefully that's surface level. Now, now, if you can figure out how I can have vittles when I get home. Well, you can stop by one of our local greats and pick you up something yummy to eat if that will make your frown turn upside down. There you go. <clears throat> but super talk today, all day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., we are celebrating a day of gratitude. And there is something to be grateful for wherever you are. As we were, we're looking back over the last year, man, how our lives have changed. This time last year, we were talking about a day of hope because that's what we needed most. Um, this the world was completely different. Many of us never thought we would make it to this day um, in terms of seeing a little bit light at the end of the tunnel. What you doing over there, Perez? I'm telling you, my life didn't change. I do the same thing now I did last March. Well, that's sad. That's just, you know, well, you then you need hope and gratitude all wrapped in one. You're making this very hard for me this morning. <laughs> but you are grateful for the fact that you are fully vaccinated. I am indeed. So you can go get your vittles and stop by and do your things or welcome in our great guest here without any sort of... Why well, don't you use the F word? But fear would be the one that I was thinking of. <laughs> Boy, I thought, well, I guess I better lean over here and get that button. <laughs> you have known me for how many years, Perez, and you've never had to use that button. Knock on wood. It is April's Fool's Day, so maybe maybe that was your little bit of a of a of a prank for today. But I'm going to get through this. The fact that it is a day of gratitude here, and we we are uh, just sort of paying um, our thanks to the frontline workers, doctors, nurses, teachers across the state um, that didn't allow you know, our children to fall behind, who showed up every day and did their best along with everyone in between. So again, I hope you are enjoying our little bit different tone here today on um, Super Talk as we do focus on gratitude and some of the best things and the good things that have come out of it. And that brings me to my guest who's joining me here, Ms. Mikkel Black. She is a wife, a mother, but she's also a children's book author, and she's up to some pretty darn good things. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, let's kick it off with the fact that we are celebrating uh, gratitude today. I'm going to get you to come a little bit closer. And let's go back to a year. I mean, I don't know your family personally, but I feel like I do from reading your children's book or at Mm -hmm. least getting the spirit of it and following you online. A year ago, as a mom, a working mom, and then probably then a homeschooling mom, what was life like? Wow. It was it was like a total, you know, shock having the kids home every day, um, being confined to your home, having to be creative, you know, entertaining two small children, you know, because of the pandemic, not being able to go to school. So it was kind of, you know, I, I always kind of wanted to homeschool, <laughs> but then I really got my opportunity and I was like, OK, I got to fill these hours up with 
you know, school activities. So it was a it was it was a little bit of a shock, but it was it was good because I had my whole family there and we just you know, got closer, entertaining each other and spending time with each other. You mentioned two children. What are their ages? Okay. I have Asa. He's 10 years old. And Asha, she's six. She's six. So 10 and six. Oh, yeah. Yes. They're still in that. Yes. Need to be entertained every hour and all the snacks. Yes. All the snacks. Eating everything in the house. So, yeah, I, I use the grocery uh, pickup and delivery a lot. A lot. You know, you bring up a good point just as there's so many um, of us moms who work who think, man, I wish things were different or said at one point, wish things were different. So maybe I could homeschool or maybe do something different, particularly if your kids are younger and they're in the daycare setting. You think, oh, how nice would it be to not right. miss this time with them? And then God gave you that time yes, with them. It's like, ah! you know. <laughs> You know, in in no judgment on mm-hmm. where families found themselves a year ago, whether it was a natural fit and you flowed right through it, and you're helping others with scheduling and snack ideas and all the things. But then also, I feel you if it was rough because we weren't conditioned to be those type of parents yet, right? We right. were thrown into exactly. into that, and then still expected to keep up with our at home work yes. and all the things. So I do feel though the beginning was really tough, but then I felt like there was a shift where, you know, moms just sort of rose to the occasion and dads started pitching in in different ways. And families really tried to figure out, you know, how to best wade, you know, the 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 storm that they found themselves in. I've always liked the expression that we were were all in the same storm because Mm -hmm. we were all in this pandemic, but that we were all in different boats. Right. Because not every family unit looks the same. Not every support system is the same or working scenario is the same. But what is the same is we're a year out and we have so much to be you know, thankful for. Right. So looking back now where you sit today, published author, another book on the way, yes. um, kids back in school. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting you up for all the things you're grateful right. for. But you tell us, Miguel, what, what are you find yourself grateful for now? Right. I'm thankful for the time I did have to spend with my family because during that time we, we did get some things accomplished. We were able to spend that quality time together. We even got, you know, housework done, got the garage cleaned out. Um, we uh, just spent that time. We I'm thankful for us being safe and healthy throughout this time. And then um, God just giving me the opportunity to uh, publish this, uh, this book during a pandemic and at the same time helping the community as well, helping children get access to books during a pandemic. So that was a blessing for me. So <clears throat> when, did the, when did the seed of inspiration for What Will a Tall Play Today right. be planted in you? Well, it was October. I think it was around the 9th. That's like on a Friday, Saturday. It was uh, around 4 o'clock in the morning. I was sleeping. My whole family was sleeping. And my daughter, she woke up. She was having some issues with her nose. She was, you know, and I was like, go check on her. So he went and checked on her. She went back to sleep. He went back to sleep, but I couldn't go back to sleep. So I'm laying in the bed like, Lord, I'm ready to go back to sleep. I'm sleepy. I couldn't go back to sleep. So I took out my phone. You know, they say if you start reading the scriptures, you're going to get sleepy. So I started reading and I still couldn't go back to sleep. So I put the phone down. I just lay in the bed and I was like, Lord, it's four o'clock. I'm sleepy. I want to go to bed. My alarm's probably fixing to go off in about an hour (laughs) or two anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I just started laying there. And before I knew it, I just started hearing these words. So I grabbed my phone and I just started typing the words that I hear. And when 
before I knew it, it was daylight. My kids woke up, my husband woke up, and they're like, they was like, you still up? I was like, yeah, out of the world at three stories. And they was like, what? So I read the stories to them, and my son was like, Mom, you got to you gotta write this book. And my husband said, yeah, make this into a book. And so that's how it happened. It wasn't like I set out to write it, oh, I want to write a children's book. It just happened that way. It just happened that way. Okay, so let's back up just a little bit because, I mean, one, we can all resonate with you, Miguel, where we've had sleepless nights. Mm -hmm. Our children have, or our husbands, Mm -hmm. have disrupted our sleep. Mm -hmm. Or just the, you know, a little bit about some insomnia. Things go through our head. Right. Not everyone comes out on the other end, you know, having typed out sort of a story. So are there any backgrounds of writing? I mean, did you write as a kid or do you journal? I mean, have there been short stories or conversations, you know, in your head before? Or was this just completely, you know? know, Okay. ah. (laughs) Right. Well, you know what? I actually actually have probably five or six journals around the house. And I'll story like day one, two, three, and four, and I'm fine. After that, I'll fall off. But and you uh, always start a new journal, <laughs> yeah, don't you? Yeah, that is you the get best a new part. journal. You get a new journal. You can't, if you've already written one or two pages in the pretty one, you can't rip those right. out. You have to get a new book to start your new. That's so exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but I do every year, I would create a book for my children in the in the book is pictures like what they've done that past year and on each page i write out you know different things but that's that's as close as i came as being a writer it's putting those books together for them every year and they love going back and looking at their pictures from the previous year and reading what i have to say because i write a message on each page to them you know about about them or about what they were doing on that particular day. Do you remember the night? Do you remember like a date or the time of year that you had your, you know, vision for for the book? It was it was October tenth, uh, so it, it was like a Friday night, but it was a, the Saturday morning. So oh, so is this during the pandemic? It, it was during the pandemic. Okay. And um, my son in his A tail. Well, what A tail played today? <clears throat> the my son and when I, I was after I wrote it, and I read it. And I was like, this is all about my son, like in real life. This is how he is, you know. And it was like God just, so it had to be in me, right? Right. It had to be in me. It's like things that they do, how they, you know, their everyday life. And it just came out in words. Okay, so this is so cool to me because now you have this excitement, which I feel Mm -hmm. like we can all also sort of connect with when we have this great idea, even if it's for a book or a painting or a project or a side business or whatever it may be, and it's like a sparkler, right? Mm -hmm. You light it, and it's real exciting, and then... For most of us, it fizzles out, and we're like, we lose that sort of momentum. Right. You kept the momentum, Mikkel, because, I mean, now you're, you've got a second book on the way, which we'll right. definitely get to later. So you got the, uh, you know, before breakfast, I feel like you got affirmation not only from your family, but then also from yourself. What did you, you do next? Well, you know what? Even after they told me, Mom, write the book, you know, Mikkel, write the book, I still was like, I don't know. You know, I've never written anything like this before. You know, it'd be different if I was a a writer, you know. So I was kind of doubting myself. You know, honestly, I was doubting myself. So um, I called a friend. It came to me to call a friend. Um, his name is Dwight Owens. He's a motivational speaker. And he he published a book uh, about his story. So I called him up, and I was like, look, I got 
all these stories, you know, in one night. And my children tell me to write the book. My husband tells me to write the book. But I don't know. And he said, Mikhail, this is what stuck out from our conversation. He said, Mikhail, if you do nothing else but just write the book for your family, then write the book because you're leaving your words behind for your legacy. And I was like, oh, man, I got to write man, the book. Yes, <laughs> I got to write the book. You don't put it like that. You know, you leaving this behind for your children's children, your words. And I was like, I'm thinking about my great-great-grandchildren reading this story. I was like, okay, I write the book. You got to write the book. <laughs> Absolutely. And, I too, I love uh, hearing the piece in your story, Mikkel, about doubt because, again, and I think what puts out our sparkler is just the fact that the doubt starts to creep in. We all have those moments of excitement about different ideas and then wherever it comes from i mean as people of faith we know where where that doubt sort of mm-hmm. seeks in but but you it just starts to suffocate the yeah. little light that you know just needed a little bit of, of flame and how smart of you to at least reach out or yeah. that strength to just say you know and it's not like you just went you were headstrong with it when you still you sought counsel you right. kind of got a little bit more of a nudge and you decided that this was something you needed to follow through with and that is something i wish more people would have the gumption to do is you know you've had great success with this book already and i'm sure it's many more to come but even if you didn't you looked at the accomplishment of just doing it right, for right. your family was going to be enough exactly and i think sometimes exactly. we we overlook that that can be meaningful, exactly. even if it's not a New York Times million, you know, million copy sold sort of seller, or if you just do it for yourself, right, right, that it can still provide that that meaning for you, right. All right, so now you got confirmation. You still got to write it. I still got <laughs> to put it on, you know. So yeah. what I did, I put in the Word document. I transferred it from my phone <laughs> to the Word document, and I started researching. I got on Google. I was like, Lord, you got to guide me through this because I have no idea. So I started researching, you know, how to, you know, who, how to find an editor, how to find an illustrator. And I found this one particular author that my daughter, she actually likes reading this particular author's work. And she did a blog on, you know, how to get started with publishing your book. And she had a link to a site where you can find illustrators, editors. And so I went to that link and it was tons of illustrators, tons of editors. So I went through it and I researched them all until I found some, you know, the 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 editor that I was comfortable with and the illustrator that I was comfortable with. So I found the editor. I reached out to her first before I contacted the illustrator, and she she took on my project and read it, edited it, and okay, so I got the the edited work. So now I got to find the illustrator. So I went through the same process and I found the illustrator to uh, illustrate Which I think it. for a children's book, unlike other sort of works of at least written work, mm-hmm. your well, your editor, no matter what written work is out there, is super important. Because, right. Man, them commas. You just right. don't know where they're okay. supposed to <laughs> so I don't know where they're supposed to go, but <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense when you put it there. Right. <laughs> um, but the illustrator for a children's book, because so many kids, they read with their eyes first. Exactly. And even if they're not reading, you know, you you then offer the same book to different level readers because if the if the illustrate so that would sweat me out because I might could write the book right, but you talking about draw the book right? I mean that's a Mm-mm. whole another level. So what was it like interviewing or sort of finding? And I mean, when did you know when that relationship was right with an illustrator? Because that's yeah. it's in your head, right? Right. right. And so right. you have to translate that to someone to 
put it into into paper. Yeah, and to go back to your illust- uh, editor comment, when I got the the paper back, it was red marks all over the place. <laughs> come here, nope. Come here, nope. So, but that was it was funny to see. Okay. I'm glad I did this. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. But the illustrator, I had narrowed it down to two. And, but this, I was just drawn to Yenshuka. That's how you say his name, Yenshuka. Glad and you're so, saying it. <laughs> Have you practiced that? I practiced but that But he a has lot. to know that. <laughs> I was like, uh, send me how to pronounce your name. But um, I, I saw his word and I read through all the reviews. I literally read all his reviews. And I was like, think I'm gonna go with him so I, I emailed him before I sent him the project I emailed him and he said send me your storyboard madam and I was like madam and I said okay and then I was like what's a storyboard <laughs> I was like I don't know Lord what's a storyboard I didn't I know what it was so, so yeah. this is a continued conversation with Mikhail Black and her journey to being an author. What will a tall play today? And more um, with her coming up next. Mama Mia, does it show again? I can't resist. Dan's in the chair on a Thursday. We got it twice this week. That's something to be grateful for, if nothing else. We are enjoying a day of gratitude here on Super Talk Mississippi, and we are celebrating with you from 6 to 6 today. So, man, our lives have really changed since the COVID pandemic hit, but we want to highlight some of the good that has come out of these trying times. So make sure you stay tuned right here to Super Talk Jackson because you're going to hear some good stories all day long, and we're going to continue with this great story with author Mikkel Black. She is a wife, a mother. She's a children's book author. She literally couldn't sleep one night. Woke, I mean, decided to just take the stories that were coming into her mind, her dreary mind, write them on a phone, and then started to sort of seek counsel what she'd she do next. And now, trans- that was October 10th mm-hmm. of 2020. Right. We're now April of 2021. Man, this happened fast. It happened fast. And you know, the guy I told you I called Dwight, he was like, Mikhail, you're moving fast. And I was like, if I sit on it, it might not get done, so I better do it while it's on me. So, yeah, I, I didn't waste any time. Okay, so it's one thing to have a story. You got your editor back. You're finding your illustrator. Before we bop into that, let's talk about the title. How did you come up with the title of the book? Because that's always the big, like, what am I going to do with that? Yes. You know, that was interesting because I did have another. I was like, I didn't know a title. I didn't have a title. And so I was thinking, what is he doing in this book? What is it's It's about Atal, and it's about him playing. And I had already written out three stories, right? So I knew it was going to be a series. So at first I was thinking, just call him Atal. And I was like, no, that's not good for a series. So what would Atal play today? Because each book would be a different play day experience. And so, how does that translate to Atal in your own life? Because you said this is this is my son. Like right. So what's what's the little boy's you know character like literal physical character like at home? He wakes up very early. He is the alarm clock for everyone, and he wakes up with the sun or sometimes before it's still dark outside and you up go to bed go to sleep. <laughs> but he's up early. He he once he gets up he gets something to eat and then. He's ready to play. He's trying to go outside at 8 o'clock. I'm like, dude, no one's up in the neighborhood. Go back to sleep. But he likes to play. He just loves to play. And 
this this is what the character's about. He loves to play. He will come up with his own games. He likes we have we live like in a wooded area. He tries to go hiking in the woods. He'll make up he just He's, football, basketball, soccer. We have all those sports. His imagination at home. runs yes. totally wild, yes. which I think what will ATEL play today is a great um, book for just kids right now who maybe were stuck at home so much this past year or maybe just without the steady structure or schedules. They lost their footing on how to use their imagination. Right. So, I, you know, I think this, too, is just perfect timing for families to reintroduce our kids to this idea that just get outside, get outside. and just let your imagination, you know, sort of run wild, exactly. um, which I can only imagine your imagination was running wild going back to finding your illustrator. And he was like, Ma'am, madam, 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 I love it. I need to meet him. This is great. <laughs> madam, you do you have send me your storyboard, which please don't miss this part of Mikel's story is the fact that you didn't tuck your tail and say, I don't know what that is. Like you said, OK. And then I'm going to guess that you probably went back to Googling. What yep. is a storyboard? That's exactly what I did. And so for, for us who, who may not know what that is, what is it? A storyboard is where you write out your thoughts, what exactly you want to see on that particular page. So you can sketch it out, draw it out, um, and then put in details and words. If you can't sketch it out or draw it out, Detail it in words. Describe it in detail exactly what you want to see because it's your story. He doesn't know what you're trying to relate. And he, he can't just guess what you want to see on the page. Mm-hmm. So you have to relay that to him. So that's what I found from Google. And I went and I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know how to draw. You know, I don't know yeah. how to do this. And so I found different types of software that would do it for you. But you had to pay a fee. And I was like, I don't want to pay for this. Mm-hmm. And so I have a little background in some, you know, you how to utilize different types of software. And I had some software on my computer. So I, you know, took some pictures and clip art and I put it on each page and detailed it in, in words. And so when your illustrator got it back, because that, again, that goes back to just me thinking through myself in your shoes, Mikhail would be, will they get it? Will they relay it the way I wanted it to? Because really, again, a good children's book, you can take the words out and you can at least create a story around the pages mm-hmm. right i mean that that would be what what would be what would you what you would want right. excuse me so were you nervous like pins and needles i was nervous and then he replied madam your storyboard is professional i was like what, what? <laughs> <laughs> It's professional <laughs> yes thank, thank yes, you sir thank you thank you <laughs> and so i said thank you i was inside i was like yes Awesome. But he he took it and he did a great job with it. Yeah. I oh mean, yeah, you can yeah, read it through. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm curious. Um, you know, your son is the the main character right. of what will Atal play today. When he saw himself as a character, I mean, it's always you know, as parents, our children they draw us all the time. It's yep. one of the first thing, and you're just like, oh, okay. mom's pretty dumpy and short today, <laughs> or you know, whatever it may be. Right? Um, was he pleased with representation of him in character form? You know what? At first, it, he was a little different. He looked a little older, and at first, when he saw, he was like, he looks like a teenager. And so I, I, you know, I replied back to the illustrator. I said, can you make him look a little younger? And so the second take at it, 
he loved it. He was like, Mama, that looks just like me. That's awesome. And so I was like, great. If he if it looks like him to him, then it'll relate to other little boys, you know, that, oh, I could say he looks like me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been hearing from parents or, you know, or little boys. He looks like me. Well, let's fast forward to that because you did. You got it published. When was the first time you had your finished? I mean, this is still less than a year. So October right. 10th, you couldn't sleep. And now we're April 1st, no April Fool's. I mean, you've got books out. Big things are coming. So when when did you first get your book in hand? I first got the first uh, author copy, like proof copy, in December. Like the, Yes, like December 4th. Yes. Girlfriend, you were. Yeah. Mr. Dwight wasn't wrong. Yes. You were fast tracking this yes. thing. Okay. Yes. So, <clears throat> what's. And then and there's, here's the next part it's like getting it into the hands of families and friends and actually people, um, you know, to read it. So, how did you, you know, did you have a plan for distribution? Did you have a few tricks up your sleeve? Or is this just still like. Because uh, I feel like this is God's hand on this book from very beginning yeah. to, to now. So what happened next? Well, I did. I, I wrote out. I had a plan written out on paper. You know, who did I want to, you know, get in touch with, how I wanted to do it. But, you know, it took so long. It was around Christmas time. And I did. I wanted the books to be out before Christmas. But everything was slow. The delivery, everything was so slow. So I didn't get the books out until January. But I wanted to, yeah. (laughs) Not even six months. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. But um, I I thought I, you know, at first I was like, well, I'll just market to my friends, my family. Because I wouldn't really, you know, still still. back in my head. I don't know. And then, too, I I would say this is a good point in your story, uh, Mikhail, where other people feel the same. It's like. Well, it's supposed to be harder than this. And yeah. so because all the pieces fell together the the way that they did, well, it can't be good because it, it, it must be shoddy work because it came together so fast. Are you in my head? No, I mean, I get. And so it's like, no, you know, it was fast tracked for, you know, for a reason. So but that's but those are those are the see, you're not alone. Those are the same voices of, you know, fear and doubt that creep in, I think, to all creative minds that mm-hmm. can keep you from sharing your work with the world. Yeah. 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 It doesn't and, have to be hard to be good. I realize that now, but that's exactly what I was thinking. So I was like, oh, I'll just share it with my Facebook friends, my family, you know, and see how it goes from there. And it just took off. It really did. People were just so supportive. People I don't know, just so supportive, sharing the post. And it really took off. Like, the plan that I had written down, like, I really didn't have to go that route. So right. I was like, okay. So I was I I still have some plans written down. That's fair. Um and I do wanna, you know, do more marketing and try to get it out further, but I wanted to try to do it when I got my other book yeah. out. So I could So what's the title of the other book? <clears throat> the Fearless Princess. Because we can't leave out sister. So I can't leave out sister. I know we feel like we've 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 really spent a lot of time talking about brother, but sister is her oh, own main character. Yes. She Look, this girl, she has been asking, Mama, when's my book coming? When's my <laughs> That's book girl, coming? Yeah. She the youngest? Yes. And it's coming, babe. It's coming. And I had the, you know, you got to wait on the illustrator. You got to wait on him. And Did you feel more confident with the second one? I, I did. 
I do. It's kind of even like with the second kid. Yeah. You worry about less things. Yeah. You've been through it first. It's yeah. okay. You know, it's going to work out the way it's supposed to. You hadn't, you know, the first one's still breathing. We're doing good. <laughs> right, right, right. So with the second one. Okay, so tell us, set, set the stage for the, this book. I know it hadn't come out yet, and yet, and we still need to tell people where they can where they can get your first book. Okay. But explain the second one for us. The second one is about a little girl. Now, her name is Aisha Sarai. And Aisha Sarai means she lives my who she who lives my princess, and the book is about a little girl. She likes to be called, you know, Sarai because it means princess. princess. Of course, she does. Yes, and she conquers all her fears. She's faced with fears, but she overcomes those fears with the help of her parents, her family, and with God. And so she goes through one page, one side, she's talking about the fear. And then the next page, she's talking about how she overcame the fear and how she became the fearless princess. And so she encourages other boys and girls and even grownups to overcome their fears. Fears may come, but guess what? You can overcome those fears. But no you, matter your, what, what age you are, you can overcome those fears. Both two great storylines for <clears throat> families at this time. Um, as we, you know, as we again today, we're fo- focusing on gratitude. But but there has been so much fear that had to be overcome over mm-hmm. the last year. Still a lot of fears of the unknown, a lot of, you know, doubts and of, right. of things, you know, what, what things will look like. But when you go back and look at things through the eyes of children, you recognize you have all the support that you need right at your finger tips usually right. your family and friends and then you know just to get outside and and enjoy the things right. that you know bring you the most joy where can people get the books Mikhail? um the book is available at mikhailblatt.com and also amazon the fearless princess is not available on amazon yet and it will be available for pre-order on my website mikhailblatt.com um later on today later on today and then also on amazon.com but this isn't the end of your story i know we still got to talk about you're wearing a great shirt yes and then all the success i mean you know books are just one of those really odd things you you know it's almost like a when when something goes viral on the internet you wonder like where was that secret sauce right right right. and sometimes it was just sort of meant to be and i think you were meant to be a children's book author mikhail and we will talk with you more coming up next thank you Super Talk as we celebrate a day of gratitude. I hope you've been with us since the first thing this morning, but if not, you can stick with us for the rest of the day till 6 p.m. as we look back on how our lives have changed since the COVID pandemic hit. We're highlighting some of the good that has come out of these trying times. And man, if you've been with us for this hour here on the Metro, you know that Mikkel Black, she's had a whirlwind. It's not even been a year for you, (laughs) girlfriend. Um, But October 10th, she got the inspiration for children's books. She had never been an author before. And I say that in a way to inspire others to right. say, man, in less than a year, you've got um, what Atal will play today is out and doing great. And then you've got your second book, and the name of it is The Fearless Princess. The Fearless Princess. Um, and so within a year, you are already reaching your story that you felt was not just something you wanted to do, it was something you needed to do, right. is reaching lives. So I want to talk about that, that success um, because you've had 
so many people pop up and gravitate towards this book and help spread it that you never even saw coming. So let's talk about just sort of the wildfire that has been your first book. Yes. Um, I've had people buy the book. And they'll buy multiple books and say, you know, I'm going to give them out to the kids in the neighborhood or I'm going to sponsor books for um, kids. Because I created a sponsorship program because after I wrote the book, I had a strong desire. I started researching literacy because I didn't know, you know, I wanted to know more about children's books and reading. So I started researching and I found that. Wow, you know, the illiteracy and the literacy rates when it comes to kids in, in lower-income neighborhoods and impoverished communities was, like, detrimental. You know, yeah. it was it was really bad. Especially so like, here in Mississippi. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I got to reach these kids. What can I do? I didn't know it was a problem. Then, then I was like, okay, um, you know, sometimes you can get in your own little bubble and you think, oh, who doesn't have books? But there are kids who don't. They don't have books. And, you know, and I was like, okay, that makes sense because some kids, you hear the story, some kids don't have, they don't eat until they come to school. So if they don't eat until they come to school, then they, they don't have, have any books, books at home. Yeah. So I was like, I got to reach these kids. You know, what can I do? So I created the sponsorship program. And people have stepped up to the plate and sponsored these books for kids in the community. We had a community book giveaway, just giving back books to the community, helping establish kids' libraries. So I've had all different kind of businesses and companies and organizations to help out with this effort. Um, At the end of ACP, they sponsored a whole classroom of books. I woke up one morning and this company, Increasing One, they bought books to give away as a free gift to their customers who buy books. So now my books are going out with their books, I mean their products, to all over North Dakota, New York, California, yeah. you know, all over. I'm like, what? And my husband, he told me, he said, Mikhail, you need to get on YouTube and TikTok. And I was like, "Mm mm-mm, that's not my cup of tea. You know, I don't do that. I don't know how to dance. My rhythm is off. And it's, you know, TikTok, you you know, TikTok, they say, you know, you got to dance. And and I was like, I'm off with that. So I said, like a week or so, he was like, you need to do it, Kel. You need to do it. And so I finally did it. And I just said, okay, I got to do these videos to meet my personality so i did it and the tiktokers have been so responsive you know they responded and been so supportive the facebook people youtube so the book has been to new york to virginia to florida to north dakota you know all less than a year yes all over texas yeah just all memphis tennessee ohio just all over and so it's just been Monday, I broke down cried. I cried. Out of gratitude. Yeah, out of gratitude. I was just so thankful. Well, that's when you know, um, again, I mean, your humility comes through, Mikkel, where it's like you, you you know, we're also coming up on Easter where you just heard a word and you just went with it with no expectations other than to finishing this project for your family. Mm -hmm. And then really you just, you know, laid it um, out as, as a service or servitude. And then that's when you get authentic success and God can do greater than you ever, you know, dared to think or dream with what you what you put out there in the world and so for me i am 
100% inspired just by your story and your willingness to just put yourself out there one step in front of the other. You also have these adorable t-shirts, which you were wearing today, and it says, work hard, play harder. So where did the idea for the shirts come? Well, my son, he loves to, he loves to play, right? So I say, look, I'm, I'm always telling him, you have to do your homework first. You got to make good grades at school. So if you work hard, then you can play harder because he, I will literally have to go get him to bring him outside. So that's where it came from. You work hard, then you can play harder. And Just then, like in, in but business. It's, it's if in you business. work hard, you can play hard. You can go on trips, travel. And, and in life. I want to go back to the sponsorship program, Mikkel, because if there's someone that's listening and maybe they have a business or a church or, you know, work with kids or teachers um, um, or whatever it may be, how does that how does that work? Well, what they would do, they would email me. Um, I have a sponsorship um, link on my website, and they would email me, and I would uh, reach out to them, and I would give them a letter and explain the program in detail, reach out to them, explain it in detail. They can choose a sponsor one book or whole classroom because these books are going right to the kids in the community to help build up their home library because a home library is very important when it comes to um, increasing academic success, uh, improving test scores, improving um, just your comprehension in writing. So if we can get that home library built up with books, then we're putting our children on the right path to success. So that's why I created the program, and I encourage people. People have been been blessed. Like the people who've been buying the books and sponsoring, they've been blessed. Their businesses, their organizations have been blessed. I've been getting testimonials since I bought their books. The same day, I got an order for over $100, you know, so... (laughs) Um, they're sowing the seed and reaping the harvest instantly. So this just been a blessing to me as well. Well, this entire story to me has been a blessing, Mikhail. And I just love your fire, your enthusiasm, your willingness to try. Um, I think my favorite part of this whole thing was just the storyboard. Where, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I hope that reaches someone listening yeah. to where it's okay not to have all the pieces together. You don't have to be a professional right. to sort of chase, you know, certain certain dreams in that respect and you just never know because if you would have done this and you got your book and your friends and family enjoyed it and it went nowhere you you didn't you wouldn't have known all this was a possibility anyway exactly you would have been just as sort of satisfied with yep, that yep and you know you asked me you know oh uh, what did where was your plan i actually i actually and i could show you i could send you a picture of the paper I had written down, send Rebecca Turner a free book, a complimentary book. I had it written down, and you inboxed me. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, so God has just been opening doors that I couldn't have opened, you know, that I couldn't have done myself. Well, so I'll have to say, and this is semi-kudos to your husband's idea, not that I'm on TikTok because I feel like I'm too old for that, but, mm-hmm. but, um, but I see your TikTok videos that uh-huh. you put on Facebook, and, I, and they're, you're so, it's so fun, and your smile is so genuine that, you know, you, you get drawn into it, and then I'm like, man, she's on fire for this, and, <laughs> and so, yeah, and so I'll have, you know, I'm, and to be honest, I'm not sure how it all came about either, mm-hmm. other than I just felt like 
Yeah. And that's how so many of the the stories that I try to bring here to Super Talk for me is just I'm looking for those that are out there putting themselves out there, doing really good work um, and being authentic with it and also trying to give back. And you fit all those bills. So so your story deserves to be to be shared as well as inspired. All right. So, I mean, summer's coming up if we want summer reading, if we want to just bless, you know, a a school or um, a, a daycare or a, um, you know, um, a Bible, a BBS right. or whatever it may be. Um, let's go back to where where's your website? Where can we find you on all the platforms? Is mikaelblatt.com, M-E-K-A-E-L, Blatt, B-L-A-C-K.com. Um, my Facebook is Mikael Black, and my Instagram is Mikael Black, and my TikTok is author Mikael Black. So... I know I'm on YouTube. Is what real. does it feel like to be author Mikael Black? I know. It's like surreal. Like, really? Like, okay. <laughs> and so, you know what? I, my neighbor, my kids were selling fundraiser tickets, right? And so um, they asked if they can go sell in the neighborhood. I said, yeah. And so they took some books, too. They took like three books. And they went to my neighbor, and she bought the book. And she t- emailed me, and she said, this is a great book. I love it. I'm going to give it to my grandchildren. And I said, oh, thank you so much, because I wasn't sure how people would receive it and because I'm, I'm not a writer. And then right when I said that, when I typed it, the Lord said, stop saying that. You you are are. now. You You are are now. now. Stop saying that. I was like, okay. You are a published (laughs) author, but you're still a mom. You're still a wife. You're still a servant, and you're figuring it all out. And it's not even been a year. (laughs) I go back to that. So I can't wait to see where your journey takes you. Um, And you're welcome back here at any time, Mikkel, to share all the next characters and everything that's that's, that's good is happening um, in your life. This is a wonderful way to round up this show and move you into the rest of our day of gratitude here on Super Talk Mississippi. Don't forget to stay tuned till 6 p.m. We are highlighting all the good that has came out of these trying times on all the shows. So don't go anywhere. Perez and I will be back next week. But until then, I hope you all have a good day. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.